Service has resumed on the Taichung Metro after its deadly accident on Wednesday. A train had crashed into a construction crane's boom, killing one passenger and injuring 10 others. The accident paralyzed the section of track stretching from Taichung City Hall to Zhoujiangli Station. After 18 hours of repairs, a 250-person crew restored service at 6 in the morning on Thursday. City and central government have issued stiff fines on the construction company involved, amounting to a total of 1.1 million NT. Taichung MRT executives observe a moment of silence for the victims of Wednesday's accident, which left one dead and ten injured. The crash left passengers terrified and shut down service on the Green Line. A 250-person crew completed repairs lasting 18 hours. At 4 in the morning on Thursday, the damaged train, which had derailed in the accident, was towed away from the tracks. Following careful inspections of the tracks and electrical equipment, engineers gave the all clear by 5 a.m. The operation was completed roughly at 4.30 a.m. today. After that, we did some dynamic testing to confirm that trains could travel safely. We announced that trains would resume at 6 o'clock. According to preliminary estimates, the accident affected 20,000 passengers. Officials have suspended work at the crane's construction site, citing the severity of the injuries and loss of life. The city government and labor ministry have both hit the construction firm with heavy penalties. The city wrote an 810,000 NT fine for violating the Building Act, while the labor ministry imposed 300,000 NT for a total of 1.11 million NT. Further penalties will be determined based on the findings of an ongoing investigation. The Taichung MRT plans to seek full compensation from the construction firm. We will certainly seek compensation from the company in question. Based on our preliminary estimate, the amount of compensation will be over 200 million NT. On Wednesday night, police summoned eight contractors for questioning, including one surnamed Tsai. They are being investigated by the Taichung District Prosecutor's Office for causing serious injury, negligent homicide, and offenses against public safety. Turning now to Taoyuan, where the first military call-up of female reservists is ongoing. President Tsai visited their camp in the morning during shooting practice. She addressed the soldiers, saying that they were helping to bolster national defense. She also urged the Taiwanese people to unite behind the new mixed-gender recall policy. Let's hear from her. I noticed that some of our female officers and soldiers took leave from work to report for duty. Some left their children temporarily, all to do their part for the country's defense. Your participation not only strengthens the combat readiness of the reserve forces, but also the military's logistics system. This training course is grounded in real battle scenarios. Its guiding principle is to mobilize on home soil and fight on home soil, arming each and every participant with the ability to defend your homeland. Taiwan is at the front line of the defense of democracy. We must unite and show the world that we're determined to defend our country, regardless of our gender. This first cohort of female reservists will complete their five-day training on Friday. Tsai vowed to make the training program more intensive to prepare Taiwan against China's looming threat. 
Turning now to Costco and its tainted berry scandal. The wholesale giant has unveiled its compensation plan for berries recalled over hepatitis A fears. A full refund will be given, plus an extra payment matching the retail price of the berries. On top of that, Costco will cover 500NT of testing fees and some medical costs should buyers fall ill. The Consumers Foundation says the compensation is not enough and that Costco should offer at least 3,000NT. She shows us the refund money from Costco's berries. 42,000 people had bought the problematic berries, and all eyes are on Costco's compensation plan. After the hepatitis A virus was found in Costco's imported frozen berry mix and frozen blueberries, the U.S. big box retailer announced a new compensation plan. Buyers are not just entitled to a full refund. They'll also be offered compensation equal to the original price of the berries, plus a subsidy for medical expenses and testing fees. The details are out on Costco's official website. Customers who bought recalled mixed berries between March 2nd and April 11th will get a full refund, plus a payment of 469 NT, the retail price of the berries. Customers who bought recalled blueberries between February 17th and April 30th will also get a full refund, plus 549 NT in cash. In addition, Costco will offer 500 NT for medical testing and subsidize medical expenses for customers who get sick. Some say that's not enough. If a person actually does get sick from the berries, he or she might want more compensation than this because that's a big impact on you. You buy them for 500 NT and you get 500 NT. They should be offering at least 100 times the original price. The amount is too small. The compensation for testing is not even enough to cover the cost of the registration fee. Hepatitis A has an incubation period as long as 60 days, so you might go for one to three tests during that period. It's not enough. Also, it's not just about testing fees. During that time, there is also psychological stress and anxiety. Shouldn't that be compensated too? We advise Costco to offer 3,000 to 5,000 NT. The Consumers Foundation says Costco isn't offering enough in compensation. It says it will file a class action lawsuit considering the severity of hepatitis A, although the likelihood of infection is low and the mortality rate is only about 3 in 1,000, most people under 40 in Taiwan don't have antibodies. If infected, the worst-case scenario is developing fulminant hepatic failure. The tech giant Honghai reported a quarterly loss of 20 billion NT on Thursday most of it from its investment in Sharp. At a Thursday investment conference, the firm said net profit for the first quarter dropped 68 percent from quarter four due to the loss. Earnings per share fell to 0.93 NT, well below market expectations. The downturn came despite improvements in gross margins and operating margins. Honghai said it will push ahead with its overseas and domestic pro- projects, which include a smart city investment plan in Kaohsiung. Honghai held its first quarter earnings call on Thursday, posting improvements in gross margins and operating margins, but net profit sunk by 68 percent, dragging earnings per share to 0.93 NT. The drop was due mainly to a 20 billion NT loss outside of Honghai's core business. 17.3 billion NT of that came from Honghai's investment in Sharp. 
，红海一持股比例必须认列约一百七十三亿台币的业外投资损失。Due to a shareholder ratio, Honhai has had to recognize an investment loss of seventeen point three billion NT in a non-core business. Although gross margins and operating margins grew compared to the same period last year, our external losses significantly affected our net profit. Despite losses in non-core businesses, core operations exceeded expectations for the traditionally slow first quarter. Honghai plans to scale up operations and not just overseas. The firm has signed a 25 billion NT investment agreement with Gaoshan, aimed at building a smart city. Honghai hopes to take on the role of a systems integrator, creating a comprehensive hardware environment that supports Gaoshan's development into a smart city. The chairman said Honghai would be a A systems integrator investing in projects such as an R&D hub for electric buses. He also confirmed that Project X, a much-anticipated three-seat electric vehicle, will be unveiled soon. This year, I expect to see a实质的一个车子，一个样车。I expect we will have the physical prototype by the end of the year. This is in regard to Project X. As for the Model C electric vehicle, Honghai is set to start mass production and deliveries in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the company's first low Earth orbit communication satellite is in the final stages of testing and will be launched in the second half of the year. Mother's Day is one of the biggest holidays of the year for florists, but costumes around buying flowers are changing. It used to be that carnations were considered the only appropriate choice for Mother's Day, but in recent years, that tradition has relaxed as more and more people choose creative flower arrangements to give their moms. This year at Taipei Flower Market, there's even a special flower art display. It features a pun on the Chinese word for "spend money," which Chinese speakers will know it sounds just like the word for flower. This Sunday is Mother's Day, and Taipei Flower Market is unusually bustling for a weekday as buyers flock to get their bouquets. Uh, 就补习班老师，然后想说送给小朋友。I'm a cram school teacher. I want to give the flowers to the children to take home and give to their moms. Flowers are very expensive this year. I come and buy them every year. A large bouquet of 20 carnation costs anywhere from 200 to 250 NT. You can go for the classic red or pink, or a more unusual tone. Purple, peach, or variegated petals are all popular options. The supply is quite stable this year. It's usually young mothers getting the light pinks and older mothers getting the reds. The most expensive are probably the bi-colored flowers and the peach colors. This year in 2023, Taipei Flower Market got in 125,000 bunches of carnations. In the first half of this year, there have not been any major natural disasters in the production region, which is Zhanghua. Our teacher of flower arranging has used her creative skills to make this flower arrangement using fake bank bills. It's a pun and implies your mom has lots of money to spend. This special exhibition is in pride of place in the market, showing off the Mother's Day strategy. Bunches of carnations are arranged in heart shapes and held together with imitation paper money. But some customers chose a different type of flower to express a special message. 搭那个白纸莲也有很好的寓意。The lily of the Nile has a beautiful meaning too. Customers choose this one particularly if they have a lot of brothers and sisters, and they want to say, "Mom, thank you for bringing us all up." 
Roses and balloon flowers are good for Mother's Day, and some people go for dried flowers. Once upon a time, carnations were practically mandatory for the holiday, but now there are more and more ways to say thanks, Mom. Being trustworthy is TSMC's key competitive advantage, says a company executive. TSMC CEO C.C. Wei was speaking at the TSMC 2023 Technology Symposium in Xinzhou. In his keynote, Wei highlighted Taiwan's crucial role in the world as a semiconductor powerhouse. Despite the turmoil of inflation, TSMC has an edge over its industry rivals because it can be trusted to put its clients' success first. TSMC is holding a technology symposium in Shenzhou. More than 20 partner firms were invited to showcase their latest technologies. TSMC CEO CC Wei also gave an address. So due to the Russia-Ukraine war, inflation is rising all around. This war that's happening so far away, to use a phrase in Chinese, what's that got to do with us? Well, it does affect us. Take neon gas, for example. We at TSMC ended up paying six to seven times the usual price. But with challenges come opportunity, TSMC CEO CC Wei said the pandemic was a global wake-up call about the vital role of semiconductors in daily life. And with the artificial intelligence industry booming, TSMC's advanced chips are creating more value than ever for client products. We sold a chip for 600 to 700 US dollars, a chip for AI application. Then we bought it back for 200,000 US dollars. So one day I sat down with him and said, Hey, my friend, are you really my friend? His humorous side on full display, Wei said there was one thing that semiconductors can't do. We will have smart homes. We'll also have smart cities. This will all be made possible by semiconductors with the support of AI and 5G. The only thing that AI and 5G can't help us with, frankly, is to make our politicians smarter. Once the laughter died down, Wei was back to business. He said he was confident in TSMC, and not only because of its technical strengths. There are actually very few real competitors out there. Would you entrust your product design to someone who also makes products of their own? We put our client success first, and TSMC's growth follows. We hope you'll remember this word, trust. This is a key word. Facing rivals like Samsung and Intel, Wei said that being trustworthy was TSMC's key advantage. He urged clients to stand shoulder to shoulder with TSMC to weather the economic downturn. The World Health Assembly is set to open in Geneva on May 21st. Taiwan has yet to receive an invitation due to interference from Beijing, but this year, Taiwanese pharmacy students and physician Jiang Guan Yu will go to the WHA to participate in site events. Through these events, the students aim to showcase Taiwan to the world. In 2018 and 2019, we protested at the site, and many advanced nations spoke up on our behalf. There were many petitions. But after all of that, did we make much progress? It seemed that the progress we made was limited. The internal structure of the WHO influences its decision-making, so the placement and participation of skilled professionals in these global organizations is very important. I hope through these events we can have deep exchanges with foreign academics and some international organizations. 
Before we are doctors in our white coats, we are Taiwanese. We want more international exposure for Taiwan. Besides joining the WHA side events, the pharmacy students will hold a health summit of their own, inviting public health experts from Canada, the UK, and the US and other nations. At the forum, they will advocate for Taiwan's meaningful participation on the world stage in areas including public health and medicine. Pharmacy students will take their expertise to Geneva, while another group from Taiwan will be bringing a party. The one-of-a-kind electric techno neon gods will represent Taiwan on the streets of Switzerland. These gods are a modern update on Taiwanese religious tradition. They combine dances and costumes based on traditional deities with modern electric music and dance. They were a huge hit at the WHA last year, bringing a taste of Taiwan's contemporary culture to Europe. This will be their second outing at the WHA. It's a glorious sunny day. A group of performers makes a pilgrimage round the temples of Yonghe in a cacophony of clanging cymbals and drums. Two of these performers might be familiar. They made headlines last year when they took the electric techno neon gods to Switzerland. A group of Taiwanese expats in Switzerland invited the neon gods to Geneva to start the party. The group is invited back again this year, but budget constraints have cut the team down from three to two. Du Yuchen, 25, and Zhang Fuyang, 24, are determined to put Taiwan on the map for the people of Geneva. Because San Taizi really highlights Taiwan's traditional culture. The pair will take along Taiwanese delicacies, including tea leaves and pineapple cakes, to give out to audiences in Switzerland. But the tricky part of the plan is this. They need to start brushing up their English fast. I'm studying English with videos, and I'm gradually starting to understand a bit more, so that I'll be able to talk to people overseas. This year, the World Health Assembly takes place in Geneva from May 21st to 30th. The Neon Gods will be in Switzerland from May 18th to 23rd. So if you're in Geneva and want to catch them, get your skates on. Today we take a look at one of the trendiest exercise moves of the recent years, the squat. The simple squat has become a favorite of the gym lovers. It's an efficient workout for the glute muscles and relieves tension from all over the body. But its simplicity can be deceptive. Physical therapists say a lot of people are not doing it right, and that can cause more harm than good. We spoke to a physical therapist from Cathay General Hospital to find out exactly how to get the squat right. The simple squat can be performed almost any time, any place. It's a great workout and can even help relieve knee discomfort. But take care, physiotherapists warn that performing a squat incorrectly can actually do more harm than good. If you put too much force into your thighs, then the pressure of the knee joint goes entirely into the knee. Some people even complain that climbing the stairs has become harder or more painful after they've been doing squats. This physiotherapist showed us the various ways he sees patients get squats wrong. Having your back bent forward like this is a no-no. Letting your knees poke out beyond your feet is also bad form. Worst of all is letting your toes lift up off the ground. He has special advice for older adults who want to practice squats at home. 
老年人的话，哦，我会希望就是在家里的时候可以找一个固定的椅子。Stand in front of a sturdy piece of furniture and hold it as you squat to be sure you don't fall. Take care not to overstrain your thighs. Instead, rely on the glute muscles in your buttocks. Place your feet the same width apart as your shoulders. Point your knees forward, not in, and straighten your back. According to physiotherapists, squats may have benefits, including strengthening the glutes, which can relieve the pressure from knees and lower back, as well as strengthening the skeleton and burning calories. It's great for adults of all ages. It's a movement that activates the pelvis because the pelvis has the glutes, which are like the engine of the lower limbs. So doing squats fires up the engine and improves the sports performance of our legs. Performed correctly, a squat can help improve your coordination. According to one scientific journal, it can also train concentration and strengthen your brain health. So what's not to love? Let's get squatting.